don't know. Do you guys have anything else you want to use? I'm gonna check um, right now. Digimon creator wants to make a Digimon. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I Call think it would do well. Become part of Game Pass, but launch on PlayStation on the same day. Yeah, that's. I think that's what everyone thought would happen, right? Yeah. I yeah. Oh, it's not. It's not the newest one. It's whenever the, the deal goes through. So that's not that interesting. I, I couldn't tell if you guys could not hear me or you just had nothing to say about that. Because I was like, I wasn't looking at the screen. And there was just nothing, and I was like, Am, am I not? Am I dead? Dude, I would play the shit out of a Digimon. <laughs> I hate you so time, much. You know, <laughs> there's no way you can't hear me, you asshole. You. F- can answer me like it's such a good idea okay i'm leaving the chat record by yourself you know what i mean hey everybody welcome to let's get gaming podcast episode 70 this is your one-stop shop for all video game news, reviews, and sometimes interviews. I'm your host, Patrick Dennehy. Join with me. We got a very lean and muscular show planned for you tonight, boys and girls. Who's with me? I'll tell you who's with me. It's Stefano Fontana. Guys, we're geriatric now. Okay. And Chris Montpetit. Flex, 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 flex. Great. Perfect. Uh, honestly, one of the best openings we've ever had on in the history of the I think, show. I think Chris just titty twerked. Yeah, no, he did, did just titty twerk, yeah. yeah, And uh, it's one of those few things I'm that aroused. made me a little bit upset that this is an audio-only podcast. Because, it was uh, quite impressive. Yeah, it was very impressive. And if you want to see it, you could head to our OnlyFans at the Let's Get Gaming Podcast slash OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, give us a small donation of $7 per month, um, and you'll get some titty twerks from Chris. Which could be its own podcast, really, when you think about it. It really could. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not quite Terry Crews, but like. No, no. I, I, you know, I don't think anyone is quite Terry Crews. Even Terry Crews isn't Terry Crews anymore. I'm, you know, he's a mythical. Yeah, med- he's a You're you're yeah. more like uh, like Johnny Bravo. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh. Who's 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 uh, rumored to be coming to multiverses soon? Is he really? Yeah, yeah, Johnny That's, Bravo, Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack. The more you talk, the more I need to buy this game. That's just all I'm hearing. Look, it's a free game. You pick it up, you play you play a little bit, you give them $120 for the Founders Pack, you get some toast, you're good to go. The Big Chungus is coming. Big Chungus is... I, I don't know if that's confirmed. I don't want to spread okay. a hearsay on this podcast. Okay? First of all, that's all we ever do. If that's there's one thing that we that we strive for here, it's 100% accurate news and information on this video game podcast. Right, relax yeah. there, uh... Shambles. Okay. Look, hey, you know what? How about uh, you don't you make your, fun of my inability to speak English? You, you and your Babbages. And instead, Babbages is real. It's Googleable. You could look it up. Instead, I did. Let's talk about the world of video games as it is for this week moving forward. Okay. Um, but before we do that, I want to. I want. I know that we're a wide-reaching podcast. We got people in Germany. Thank you, Russia. Thank you. Um, <laughs> But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dial things back, and I'm gonna talk about a very specific local issue, which is the CNE, which is you know a, a big fairground in Toronto, Canada, Ontario. The, the Canadian National Exhibition. Yeah, the Canadian National Exhibition. I went. 
Pasquale is there currently, which is why he's not here. Um, not to dox him or anything like that. You know, hey, go, find <laughs> yeah, him. go, go get um, him. <laughs> yeah, go get him, boys. Um, dude, I feel like we've gone too far when it comes to carnivals and, and festivals, everything. We, I think the whole thing needs to be burnt down and, and we have to start over. <laughs> I need you to explain. Here, here are some of the food items that were available for purchase at the CNA this year, okay? And these are real. Um, mac and cheese flavored lemonade. What? Okay, I'm stop right there. And that's that's what I'm starting with. It gets worse. Oh yeah, no, it goes what way you down. Just described to me was vomit. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I think vomit tastes like. I'm pretty Mac sure and cheese lemonade because exactly. it's like acidic and dairy yeah. filled. Just yeah, vomit. yeah, a little bit of bile, a little bit, yeah, and <laughs> and you could buy that for the little price of like sixteen ninety nine. I right? just get thinking about that. <laughs> but it, don't worry, if you want something maybe a little with a little bit more umami in it, you could get the pickle flavored lemonade, which apparently is good. <laughs> I wasn't going to try it. You know what? I, people have, I know people who have dunked Oreo in pickle. Mm. Yeah. So. No, that's disgusting too. See, I'm I down agree. for the traditional carnival foods, like the deep fried Oreos, the deep fried Mars bars, right? No problem. Give me a cronut. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll take a deep fried pickle. That's no problem. I, I, I think that's, that's so totally good. acceptable. Yeah, right? <laughs> I draw the line when it comes to ketchup and mustard flavored ice cream. Fuck you. See, and, and, and this is where, like, my issues come. And, and maybe I'm getting old, right? But if you're <laughs> going to have, and I, I don't know, like, genuinely, if you're going to have these weird food abominations available for purchase, don't make them $20 a pop, you know? Because, like, as somebody, it's like, would I try mustard-flavored ketchup? Yeah. Give if me mustard-flavored ice cream. Mustard flavored ice cream? Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Would, would I try that? Absolutely. But, I, I, but I'm not going to pay like 15 bucks for it. You know, if it was like if it was five dollars, I could be like, I could justify losing five dollars for something weird. I'm not going to lose fifteen dollars. How many times did you walk around the CNE like your freaking rigs from Lethal Weapon? I don't, I don't understand that reference, but... Uh, I'm yeah. too old for this shit. You know what I'm talking about? Dude, and, 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 you know the worst part? You know, okay, you want to get like really old man like that out here? Do you know how much like one carnival game is at the CNE this year? Nope. Dude, it's like ten dollars a pop. Jesus, inflation's ten, hitting hard. Yeah, at the right, yeah, right. ten dollars <laughs> to throw like three balls at a at a frog. I used to be. I used to not understand my dad when I was a kid because he never did this shit with us. He's like, "We're not doing that. That's a waste of money. I'm not doing that." Right. He yeah. never did shit like this. You know, Niagara Falls didn't have. We think we went one time. Yeah. It was. It was not going to happen. Yeah. And. And I know I was like, oh, like it's kind of like, you know, a little bit of a, a killjoy. Like, why not have fun? Like, whatever. You don't do it all the time. As an adult, I have never related more to this man than now. No, I've, Him, I've 100% converted. The Grinch? Yeah. yeah. Well, Squidward? I, I yeah. kind of agree in the same time I don't because, like, my dad was making, like, 17 bucks back in 1990, which is, like, <laughs> yeah, making, like, 60 bucks. So, like, you know, that guy could have at least bought me a juice box. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, this isn't the exact time and place to unpack all the childhood trauma. You know what? Actually, let's go ahead. Let's talk about it. Well, yeah, you know let's what? Get to, let's get to the daddy's issues podcast. <laughs> Man, we have, this is a multi-episode problem. I think I don't think we can do that in one episode, guys. <laughs> See, when I was right. a kid, dude, you want to get super local again? We go to when I was a kid. We go to Canada's Wonderland at the time. It was called Canada's Wonderland. Now it's owned by America, just like everything else in Canada. Um, it's not. You, 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 would, you would walk down. Don't correct me on this. You would walk it's, down the street. Still owned by I don't Canada. Hear it. I don't want to hear it's it. It's just not paramount it. anymore. It was actually anymore. okay. 
I'm not, allow- I'm not allowing you- this misinformation to be spread on the <laughs> podcast. Know, did you know they're actually planning on moving Canada's Wonderland? How are they going to do that physically? They're going to close it down where it's currently located and move it to Niagara Falls. Why? Honestly, I think I'd prefer that. That's right. <laughs> no, let, let me reminisce when I was a child. We go, you go to Canada's Wonderland, right? They would, they would give you a lobster. Just a, here's, a, here's a pet lobster in a bag. Take it. This is a real thing that they did one year. Here's a real lobster in a bag. Take it. You want to play a game? It's like $2 a pop. $2 a pop. You play a game. You do whatever you want. You throw balloons. You, you don't win, obviously. But, mm-hmm. you know, the magic is there. And now it's like, now it's like you want to even touch this bag of balls? $20. I don't want to, I don't want to do anything, you know? I mean, anyway. So another, getting- another thing my dad never wanted to do. Wonderland. Fuck that! Yeah, I <laughs> then you gotta that. go there, and then you gotta buy food. That's it is get a to. great place for Pokemon Go. I will give it that. That's though. true. You know, I if you agree able that. to pay that entrance fee and get in there, you you could have a, a great time there, catching Hold creatures. On, I, and I, I need to circle. Balls. I need to circle back to this comment you just said, Chris. They're gonna move Canada's Wonderland. Where are they gonna yeah, tear down and put con- they're gonna put condos up? Where they're gonna just probably fucking hump the land, just hump probably. it for all it's worth. Put condos up in gas stations and factories. Yeah, they said something about moving uh, Canada's Wonderland to Niagara Falls. That was that was announced like in May, I believe. Is Let's just stomp on my heart. Yeah. Step on my heart. As somebody who hasn't been to Canada's Wonderland in the past seven years, I, I right now I'm upset about this because I feel like you're taking it away from me personally. You know it's not I mean? about me. It's about my children and my children's children. Okay. No, it's about me. <laughs> yeah, it's about I, don't, I don't care about children at all. Mine or it, otherwise. It has no effect on me. I have no care. I just don't. It'll, you know what I mean? It'll impact me, which will involuntarily impact the show. So in a they're, way. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna build condos and stacked high, high, uh, townhouses. And yeah. they're going to charge you fucking maintenance fees. And they're going to fit double the amount of people. And try, yeah. like, I, I just fucking hate corporate greed. And it's all over the place with the housing market. Hmm. Well, we got a lot of corporate greed to talk about during the show so uh, you know you'll be you'll be you'll be right at home today I like patrick's the host guys just so yeah. well <laughs> before we get into it for this episode stefano i believe um that you want us to talk briefly about this week's episode of she hulk and i believe your stance is that there are too many women in the MCU yeah, right that's now. right so what, really hate on? the feminine no um <laughs> i just i have a serious problem listen i'm gonna preface this with a few things okay okay that's always a good I, start yeah the the show not my favorite right mm. it's not bad it's not it's not great it's fine it's yeah. enjoyable enough an okay. enjoyable 35 minutes of my time the cgi is bad but she's a great actress. I think there was a great choice for She-Hulk. Mm. I enjoyed seeing the Hulk on screen, even though they've ruined that character too by making him a piece of comedy. That's fine. That's that's not the show's fault. That's Endgame's fault. So that's fine. I'm sick and tired of the internet being like the women agendas woke. Like yo, don't get me wrong. Did she kind of belittle the Hulk's experience over the last 15 years? Sure. But who cares? It's not that big of a deal. There's two fucking sentences. All right? Just relax. Okay? Right. She's, she's allowed to be mad about the female experience. No other character's talking about it. Let her fucking talk about it. Just relax. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I don't like And Lord of the Rings, okay? Just because there's black dwarves. I don't want to hear about it anymore. 
Whoa, hold okay. on. <laughs> hold on. You got to wait, wait a second. Wait a second. We, we to unpack here. There's, you, you, you went a full 180 there. I, I gave you clearance for the She-Hulk because I kind of knew where that was going. I'm supporting of Black Dwarfs. To be clear, I'm upset at people who don't like them. Are there people that are currently? I, I mean, I guess the answer to this question is going to be yes. No matter I believe what. they're called. I believe they're called little people now. Yeah, I don't think no, you not the, the, the fictional character dwarf. Hold on, you're going to get the show canceled. You know, it's, uh... <laughs> to be clear, the characters in Lord of the Rings that are called dwarves are black yeah. in the new show. To be okay, clear, what, what do you mean? Like all dwarves are black? No, some of them are. <laughs> So what's the issue here? I don't. Do we, that's a good question because I don't know what it is, but everyone's really mad people, about it. I mean, I can I can make an educated guess as to why people are mad, but why are people mad about there being black dwarves in a fictional? Because <laughs> they're universe? like, well, Tolkien didn't write them as black dwarves. I'm like, he's dead, and he's been dead for like a hundred years. <laughs> but who cares what Tolkien wrote or didn't write? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 interesting too because like these two situations are are fundamentally the same. Where we're having yeah. like a specific group of of fans for a franchise, right? Different mm-hmm. franchises, but fans nonetheless seeming to be upset about things that don't make any sense at all. Probably the same fans. Let's be honest. And I, I don't understand like what the issue here is, right? Like, I don't, you know, hey, if you didn't see this week's episode of She Hulk, episode three, uh, she twerks, and everyone's upset about that. And I'm like, I don't understand what the problem here is. You know, it's it's uh, there's an entire scene. In Endgame, the final movie of a 20-year yeah. series yeah. Where, where Fat Thor shit talks a child on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. A whole, it was a whole scene. Yeah, no, but that's and cool because it was, it, was, it was Thor, and uh, I like Fortnite, so it's, but, you know, I, so I like it. There's a white man, you know, playing a video game I like, which is good, but what I don't like is, is women and their ability to, um, you know, speak. Exist. So, so that's the that's the main issue that we're having here, gentlemen. It, it seems mm-hmm. to be the woke liberal media allowing women to, um, you know, Exist. be real. Yeah. In Iron Man, I think there's a D. I think DJ Am is in it, and in Iron Man Two, and Iron Man does look like the robot in the Iron Man suit. Yeah. yeah. And no one fucking got on their high horse and complained about that. Well, no, because Iron Man is a, a white male. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I, I think like a lot of these issues would be solved if you just remember that it's okay for white characters that are male <laughs> to, to pretty much do whatever they want, especially if it's considered cringy. Um, mm-hmm. But once we start moving away from that, then we're gonna have issues. Um, and I will, I will brigade heavily on Twitter to make sure that everyone knows I have issues with it. I will review Good. review bomb the shit out of everything that has these characters that are not white. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. And then and then when people call me out for it, I'll say, if it's good reviews and it's it's honest, but if it's bad reviews, it's review bombing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like yes, because you're all racist. How dare they injure? How why do why do they make the Hulk female? You know, it's not like this character has existed for over forty <laughs> years at this point. You know, created by Stanley himself or anything like that. And it's, Remember know, when Stanley created a superhero who was also a part time stripper? Oh, dude, I miss Stripperella. I genuinely forgot that Stripperella was uh, Stanley. Yeah. But that makes a lot of sense if you know about wasn't Stanley. Wasn't it ba- made about, like, wasn't it literally made about Pamela Anderson? Like, wasn't that the yeah. whole? Yeah. It was yeah she her. was the whole inspiration. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, listen, talk about female empowerment. Yeah. Free I, sex yeah. workers, you know what I'm saying? Good for them. You know, yeah. I, look, I mean, that's that's the beautiful thing about media. It could tell stories that might not be for you 
and that's okay. I'm sorry. No, that's not true. I am the main character here, and yeah. everything oh, yes. is for me. Yeah, yes. as an almost 30-year-old white male who has been the target demographic my entire <laughs> life, I don't like the idea of knowing that one day my uh, you know opinions on what is needed in society are going to slowly drift away. Right. And uh, I'm going to fight for my death for that. I will always be the target demographic. <laughs> anyway, what have you guys been playing this week? <laughs> Uh, so I've uh, kind of been away from my PlayStation, so I haven't played too much Digimon Survive uh, as I planned on this week. Uh, but I did make a return back to Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus and oh, wow. Cuphead. Oh, are, are you are you going through the DLC for Cuphead, the delicious um, last course? No, so Alice and I are actually trying to beat Cuphead, and we haven't even gone to. So right now we're at King Dice. And trying oh, to navigate that, and that's been a nightmare. We've uh, failed on that one like several times. But oh, nice! So you guys are doing two-player Cuphead? Yes. I hear that it's it's much more. It is incredibly <laughs> difficult. It's a much easier time with two players. Have you found that to be the case, or is it? No, is it it's, it's so much easier by yourself. Okay. <laughs> we uh, we actually find um, it's easier for like us to work as a team. Uh, and then one of us die halfway through, and then it yeah. gets way easier. Really? Mm-hmm. So you would say that. So who is holding who back in this experience? I'm holding her back. Okay, I think that's the right answer there. Just from a safety that's... standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you also said you, you went back to Legends Arceus. Yeah, I did. So, um, so we know it was Scarlet and Violet's coming out in at this point. What two months? two months away from it it's the first of september mm-hmm. we could pretty much guarantee that legends arceus is done we will not be getting more dlc i know a lot of people want maybe one more dlc drop uh you know but we're not getting it how do you yeah. feel about legends arceus now that it's a complete finished package um it's still my favorite pokemon experience in the last decade it's so good yeah no i agree 100 percent. it's, it's like, just such a well done game I uh, I even noticed like I think they added some extra textures and stuff in in the last really? couple updates. Like I noticed like little bushes that I don't remember being there. Oh. But um, yeah, I um, I managed to find myself a random shiny um, uh, graveler while I was Ooh. exploring, and uh, yeah, like it, I'm just like it took me a minute to like remember how to play the controls because I've, I've been away from it for so long, and I was just like um shit how do i do this how do i do this again uh but once you get back into it it's like it's it's just so much fun it's it's probably my favorite pokemon installment in the last decade nice yeah yeah it's it's i I think like everyone should have one of those like you know like chicken soup for the soul video games that you could just go back and play and like you don't have to do anything in it to progress you could just like be in the game and like have fun and experience it i think legends arceus Mm -hmm. really fills that role I really, I really hope the next Pokemon installments take the best parts of that and incorporate yeah. that going forward. Yeah, I'm super excited for for Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Violet. But like, I I feel like like I went back to play Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, whatever it was after yeah. Legends Arceus, and it is it's such a slog. Yeah, it's, it's genuinely brutal. And you can kind of see why the Pokemon Company passed that off to another company. Yeah. Yeah, so they could work on Legends Arceus. Yeah, on a good game. They didn't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's good. Uh, Stefano, 
what what have you been doing this last week in gaming? Honestly, nothing super interesting. I've just been playing more Dying Light too, just mm. kind of killing zombies, parkouring. Yeah. The gameplay loop is so much fun. It makes me realize why I should never play a Ubisoft game because like it's <laughs> ostensibly very similar. And then it's like you're going around unlocking things, but like the minute to minute gameplay is just so much more of it interesting and dynamic. Yeah, that yeah. it doesn't feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. Whereas Far Cry was like, oh, this is the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm all done. I'm all done with that. Um, and I won't be returning. I deleted that game to death. That's um, it. yeah, that's it. So I'm just playing Dying Light, and it's really fun. I, I I'm not sure what country it's in. I, I thought maybe I think Spain, like Villador, is what it's called. Mm. It's maybe Spain. Okay. Not sure. I know it, it was in like a. I think it was in like a Indian country. The first game. This is a different right. country, so. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun. I highly recommend it if you want to pick up a nice, fun, open-world romp. Um, the main character is kind of annoying, but like he's just a white dude. Like Just ignore him. Everyone else is really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> if you just like, don't listen to his words, it's, you know what I mean? Not because wow. he's a white dude. I'm just saying he happens to be an... Uh, an I mean, yeah. Because I'm not idea, here yeah. for the for the microaggressions that he seems to be throwing against, out against there, myself. But, <laughs> yeah, but you know, hey man, if, if that's what helps, then sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a lot. It's kind of fun. I, yeah, I highly recommend it. So if you ever have a chance, I also just bought Super Perils of Baking for twelve bucks. Oh my god! So I, I that that is not a game that I would expect you to pick up. Yeah, wait, it's a platformer. Super Perils of Baking. Yeah. What is it? It's a platformer. I know it's a platformer. I, I, need more <laughs> I haven't played it. I couldn't. I can't tell you what it is. Yeah, just look. I, Colin, the guy, the podcast I listen to, he owns just the studio who makes the game. I like him. I was like, I'll support him. I buy his game. So you, I bought you it. Bought, you, you bought a video game, walked away, didn't touch it. No, no, I just bought it like yesterday. Oh my god! So much time has passed, though. I want to finish Dying Light Two. Okay, well, well, that's a 500-hour game, so you're going to be bouncing back and forth for a while there, my friend. Well, at least he's not Pasquale, and he won't be, like, trying to collect everything before he beats the game, so Mm. there's a chance he might actually beat it. Yeah, get it done in 30 hours as opposed to the 500. That's uh, That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's me. This uh, this last week has kind of been, like, maintenance week for me. You know, I've I've been been, been playing Pokemon Go. I've been playing Mm -hmm. Mario Kart Tour. You know, I've been... uh, Keeping up with the Nintendo Switch Sports new cosmetic drops that are coming out every week, you know, just to make mm-hmm. sure that my my bowling game doesn't fall too far down the gutter. It's a bowling course for all of you at home, you know. Um, yeah, like other than that, dude, like I haven't been playing much. I'm I'm still like into dude. I've I've been playing so much Beat Saber this last week that like I've genuinely lost like 15 pounds. Like it's <laughs> it's it's almost it's almost concerning how much that game hurts me physically to play um how was your pokemon go fest part two experience i had i had a good time i was downtown for that day um so i i we were we were going to go see a a concert later on in the evening so it's like let's just go downtown and we could spend the day down there and we could you know get some pokemon stops it was it was fine uh, I didn't have too many bugs i caught like a good amount of shinies you know we did a whole bunch of raids got some ultra beasts Mm-hmm. nothing too crazy i I kind of liked how the special research for that day was spread out like hour to hour so that you had like something to do instead of just like burning through it in one hour and then being you know seven hours left at the event to do nothing mm-hmm. overall i like i liked it 
I did get like a shitty Skyform Shaman, which is like even worse than my non Skyform Shaman. So I'm, you mm-hmm. know, that, that's just, of course, is supposed to happen. I, I, I do find it a little bit annoying that Niantic made a big deal about introducing form change as a mechanic in the game and then just doesn't care at all about it. Like, just yeah. does not use it. Like, everything that has a form change is still a regional or raid exclusive, or like, I don't understand. So now I have yeah. two shamans. I thought that we would just be able to change its form, but now we have two, and you can't change their form. So like, what's the like? I I just I genuinely don't understand what they're doing sometimes. And me not buying the Pokemon Go Fest thing, I don't have any shaman. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So that'll. Uh, well, I mean, you know, they'll they'll bring it back in a couple of years for like the Pokemon Go tour, right? And you'll be able to buy that one for twenty dollars and get another one. <laughs> It'll be a shiny yeah. shaman. Have you noticed that Pokemon Go prices have inflated? Dude, everything is inflated. I don't understand it. They're increasing the price of a digital event, dude. Yeah. Not Xbox. Not yet, dude. I'm no, telling you, dude, every, everything, everything's going to go up, man. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, it's, it's getting to the point where it's like, you really have to make things worth it, but also like these companies don't need to make things worth it because like a they will, will make pay for it. <laughs> yeah they will make like a, they will make millions of dollars off of a single event just because it's mm-hmm. Pokemon right and like even the 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 one event like a while back they had like the Galarian Mister Mime event and everyone and people paid like seven dollars for like a Mister Mime and everyone's like why are you doing this it's like you're you're literally paying to be a clown and, and they're mm-hmm. like yeah that's that's why. I don't understand how are they justifying the increase price for this event. Like it's not like you're they're, paying. They're not. There is no justification for it. You, you're not getting more overall. If anything, the, the rewards you're getting are are decreasing overall in terms. Are of they paying? Em, are they paying employees more? Like probably no, not. No, no, fuck no. no. Are you kidding? Well, Come on, man. More money. As the companies are you know validating their increase in price across the board, not because they want to pay their employees more. It's just because they can make more money. It's all comes down to you. There's, there's no justifiable reason for anything. It's all coming down to money. It's all corporate so, uh, greed. A more important question. Yeah. How was Streetlight Manifesto? Oh, I loved it. It was a great time. I saw, I saw there was three gentlemen with mohawks, very large, mm-hmm. m- majestic mohawks. One of them did not make it through the night. One of them, I think, had a tooth knocked out during the mosh pit. Um, mm. But two of them did, you know, reconcile later on as brothers and i did see them slow dancing with each other which was a magical moment for everyone involved um yeah it was, it was a good time did they yeah. meld their their mohawks into a, a duo hawk yeah they, they did in fact mold together and become one entity in body that's beautiful spirit. yeah yeah oh it's always beautiful to see yeah. it's rare to see it in the wild especially in toronto but uh you know Oh, you know, it was, it was a great show. It's, so yeah, I did go see Streetlight Manifesto in Toronto. Uh, that was during the the final Go Fest day, so that's why we were downtown early. Um, and it, it was it was a good time. But even that was inflated prices. I bought a band T shirt. It was thirty five dollars. That's actually not that bad. I sense. thought you were going to tell no, me it was fifty five dollars. Well, they did. They did have forty dollars posters. So yeah, oh, that's, <laughs> that's really got you. Yeah, that's, T shirts are the same, but posters. I'd like to buy this JPEG, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're selling NFTs. That's right. Yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that was our past couple weeks. Um, let's get into the news. Boom Stinger. Hey, 
So we got an article from Kotaku. I wanted to talk about this because I thought of a fun game that we could have with this little bit, little bit of news. Uh, but the Prey director says that he felt gross using that name and that the name was actually forced by Bethesda themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so Prey, the, 20, the 2017 game Prey, which has no connection to the game Prey from 2006, which I didn't know existed. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea about this game at all. But apparently the never-released sequel as well. It was, it's a completely separate entity. Now, uh, in this new interview, the director of the game has explained how he, has, how he and the team were forced by Bethesda to use the name and how gross he felt using it. He believes mm-hmm. that the name was a bad marketing decision and one which may have doomed the game to fail. Uh, the founder of the Arcane Studios and also the writer and director behind 2007's best immersive, immersive sim prey set on a derelict space station filled with shape-shifting aliens. The first-person shooter mixed puzzles, explorations, and narrative together into a beautiful mix that only sort of goes completely off the rails in the last few hours. Mm-hmm. While it's a great game with great DLC to boot, it had nothing to do in common with the 2006 prey, which involved Native Americans and was developed by Human Head Studios. Which is interesting is only, too. Is, is that the only reason why I think it's gross? Because the game, the other game, is about Native Americans. This one isn't. No, 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 no. No. Okay. So from this, it's, I don't. They didn't say what they wanted to call the game, but like in this situation, Bethesda went up to them and say, "We want you to call this game Prey." And it's interesting too. A 2006 game called Prey featured Native Americans because I don't know if you guys saw the new Predator <laughs> film on Disney Plus, Prey, <laughs> yeah, which also heavily features Native Americans, and it's just. Um, it's, it's an interesting uh, you know, coincidence there. Um, so shortly after the Prey 2017 was released, and since then he's uh, made mention that how he didn't want to use Prey for the title of the game, uh, appealing on the AIAS Game Makers Notebook project, uh, podcast. He's revealed even more details on the situation and his frustrations with the name, and he claims that he was forced into the studio saying that he was at odds with Bethesda. So I'm wondering, like, you know, this is something that I guess makes sense when you think about it, but it's not something I really thought about much at all. And that's like how much of these big studios have when it comes to the marketing of the games that are being made right down to like what you're going to call the game. For the most part, I thought that was on, you know, the developers themselves, unless it was something stupid, which we will get to in a minute. But I never really thought of this before. I think ultimately... It, they they're like we're paying you this money so yeah but Don't i wonder how up. much like that affects the surely that must like affect development or something like if you're if you're if like activision comes to you it's like hey you're making this game for us we want you to call it like cowboy boop boop and you're like i don't know if we could do that it's you know <laughs> it's about lizards and they're like i don't give a shit that's what we're calling it it's, it's okay you know like surely there must be like some weird little back and forth that has to be happening here, right? So, like, you know, another quote from this interview, uh, our game had nothing to do with Prey. There's a bit of the, uh, you know, artistic slash creative side that is, in, uh, you know, insulted when you tell that me, an artist, you know, your game, it's going to be called Prey. And you go, like, I don't think it should. I, that might be a mistake. And they just don't care. Um, it's, it's interesting. I don't know, man. This is just, like, a weird thing to, for, for me. I never really thought that this is something that happened. But... It really does make sense. It, it I mean, makes me, go ahead, Chris. Sorry. I was just gonna say, like, it, I understand why they wanted to title it "Prey," like not not looking at it as like, uh, 
hey, we're, we think it's like this game, so you should name it it. Like, no. you do feel like you are being hunted through that game. So it's not like they could call it, like, The Predator yeah. or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Fair enough, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I, I think that, I do think, hey, I wonder how many times this happens. Yeah. I think how many games are called what they're called because someone was like, no, you're calling it that. And then I, I wonder, I also wonder how many times it probably should have happened and didn't. Probably a lot mm. of times. And then well, I, you know what? One, go ahead. Go ahead, Patrick. I was going to say it's interesting you bring that up because I've I prepared a little activity for us tonight. So oh, I, I have here a, a couple, uh, one, two, three, four, five video games that have been voted to be some of the dumbest named video games in all of history. Voted on by whom? Uh, by a random Reddit forum post. Perfect. Oh, That's exactly it. what I like. To yeah. Hear. So beautiful, right? Easy. Now here's here's a, here's how this is gonna work. I want to see just how important a name is to a game when you know nothing about it. Yeah. So okay. I don't want you guys to look up anything. You know, this is gonna be. You know, we're gonna play this up for comedy. Okay? None of or us are Pasquale. Only Pasquale would have looked this up on Google Correct. while we're talking. Right. About it. We're gonna do the honor system. Yeah, exactly. And you know, this is there's no winners or losers here. You know, we're except all losers for the here. listening at home. Yeah, we're all <laughs> losers here. So I'm gonna read to you these five video game titles, and I want you guys to give your best guess as to what this game is. Okay. okay. All right. Your first game here, we're gonna start easy, and I'm, they're gonna get a little bit more difficult as we go down the list. Sure. So your first game here is a nineteen ninety-four video game titled 36 Great Holes starring Fred Couples. It's 36 Great Holes starring Fred Couples. This is, this is a golf game. That's yeah, correct. That'd be a yeah. golf game, right? Yeah. Golfing simulator with decent physics and terrains uh, for its time. And, you know, it has a funny name. So there we go. Okay. So that's, that's one. Yeah, with Fred Couples, you know, famous golf legend Fred Couples. Obviously. Tiger Woods, watch out. All right. So this game here, this is getting a little bit more difficult. This is the 1987 banger released on the Commodore 64 titled How to Be a Complete Bastard. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Now, tell me what you think this video game is about. There's no way this game is called that. What is the I, fuck? I think this is like a Dennis the Menace uh, type character. Mm. Okay. Yep. Stefano? I think yeah, I think I agree with that. It's probably it's probably a plaf- action platformer. Yeah. You throw you throw some type of item yeah. at adults. Something like that. So you, I, you are close. I, I think I think Chris Chris kind of hit it on the head there with the Dennis the Menace type character. So the premise of this game is that you invade a party for you know rich upper class, probably white people, uh, <laughs> and demonstrate your your boyish skills of being a complete and utter bastard. For mm. example, one of the things that you can do in the game is to go into the the handicapped toilets and unscrew the handles to make oh. sure that they will not be able to get up after using the toilet. This is like Untitled Goose Game, but Untitled Goose Game meets Dennis the Menace, but like you do some horrible stuff. But worse, yeah, but worse. Apparently, you hate people that have disabilities. Well, I mean, I don't. (laughs) No, no, I I didn't. (laughs) All right, your third game is the NES 1990 banger Astro Fang Super Machine. Sounds like a randomly generated. This is right, a think, okay. Yeah. I don't think so. I think I think that's too that's too obvious. I think I think this is a a chess simulator. Oh wow! Oh wow! Stefano, 
I have to say that you are very far away from the truth. Yeah, this, 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 this is just a racing game. Just a straight oh, up it's a racing game. game. Okay, yeah, it's just I a thought, racing game. I thought this was All a right. shmup. This this one is the one I'm most excited for. This is the 2005 release on the Nintendo DS. DS yeah, called sure. Touch Dick. This oh, is this is a dictionary. Detective game. Oh, <laughs> dictionary. Nice. It's a dictionary. It's dictionary. Yeah, it's a dictionary. Well, it's, it's more of a tool than a game. Touch Dick is a dictionary and translation title for the Nintendo DS using the console the console's touch happy stylus. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. a dictionary. Touch Dick. All right. And the that's final the best game. game actually. I don't touch know what Dick. Oh, about. That's, it's oh, it's great. incredible. Yeah. They knew exactly what they were doing. The final game that I have prepared for you tonight, gentlemen. Commodore 64 release in 1989. This is a game known as the Tongue of the Fat Man. <laughs> How did they know my autobiography? <laughs> <laughs> is this like uh, is this like Kevin Smith and uh, Jason Hughes <laughs> as uh, Jay and Silent Bob, and they're standing outside of a, um, a quick stop, and they're just like, "Hey, baby, ever had your asshole look licked by a fat man in a tr- tr- crunch coat before?" <laughs> yes, this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. Only yeah. At all. Um, that's, that's no, th- pretty much I what's this, on the back of the box. Yeah, I think I think this is like um, like Tapper, but like a food game. Mm, okay tongue of a fat man tongue of the fat man oh tongue of the fat man yeah i i think this is so far off this is probably like uh 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 a zelda clone Ooh, okay. <laughs> you, have look, you have to go around and and get things for the fat king so the premise of this game and i, I guess I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys to decide if you were close or not I definitely wasn't. You, you play as uh, an alien of your choice. There's character selection. Uh, and okay. you fight your way through bad guys and ultimately face the fat man, a hard ass who is in desperate need of a healthy portion of defeat. Wow. I was going to say, I, him up, I, really I went way left turn. It's more of a side scrolling brawler. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So it's interesting. So, so we had here five video games that, for the most part, were named horribly. And yet, for the most part, all you guys were able to identify or at least get an idea of what all these games are just by the title, even though it was shit. But but here's the thing, though. Yeah. We, as, you know, the upper echelon of gaming, uh, have a slight advantage, whereas, like, someone whose grandma is picking up a game for the first time might not. Yeah, that kid touch dick for the DS. <laughs> so okay, the only reason, the only reason why I had a feeling that that was a dictionary game hmm. or tool. Oh yeah, you know, cover your tracks here. Yeah, go ahead. Because on Digimon Survive, and this is something that Alice has pointed out to me, and I do really find it really annoying, is that they've abbreviated the word battle for no fucking reason. Yeah. So like, anytime you start battle, it goes start bat, and I'm yeah. like. Why would you abbreviate battle as bat? Yeah, wouldn't you put BTL? I, I think it's because on the original Digimon Tamagotchis, battle is abbreviated to BAT. Wouldn't it be, again, wouldn't it be BTL? No. That doesn't make but for, for button for English. Is yes. not B, B-U-T, button is look, BTN. Look, we're not here to, to justify this. I have a bonus bad, game, by the way, if you guys want to take a crack at that. Localization. Let's, Please go yeah, ahead. let's do it. All right. This one is called Passionate Patty in the Pursuit of the Pulsating Pectorals. Oh, it's a workout game. This, by the way, this was released in 1989. 
on the Amiga. <laughs> I fucking love. Oh, of course, so I like how all the badly named games are from the eighties and nineties. It says, "Well, I mean, Touch Dick is two thousand five. That's a banger right there." I, I just that's, love the like fact I said, that's that a greatly named name. They're like, <laughs> yeah, how many, is, how many P things could we fit into this title? I will say that is the subtitle. The main title of it will give it away. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Is it? Is it? Um. Ah, oh, shoot. What's that? Uh, Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Leisure Suit. Leisure. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Here Leisure, we go. Okay. Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure Suit Larry 3. The passionate yes. patty in pursuit of the pulsating pectorals. And this third person <laughs> adult themed adventure, Horny Dork Larry, yeah. tries to f- tries and fails to seduce women on an island resort after his the girlfriend worst? leaves him for a cannibalistic lesbian slot machine repair woman. The, the worst part the is, fuck? as soon as I got sick, I got. <laughs> I got thinking about this, and I was like, "This is Leisure Suit Larry." I know this is Leisure Suit Larry. I just I, don't. I... Go ahead, but... Stefano. No, no. I, I just don't understand how that was ever allowed to be made. It's the third <laughs> one in the series, too. I That's know. like something and that we have to. And then it, it got made sex again games, later. Sex games got like really prevalent on the Atari for some reason. Like there was like a whole game where you play as a cowboy who's ejaculating. Like <laughs> you can, you can I, check out. I don't uh, know about this one. Yeah, is the Angry Video go, Game Nerd review this game? Yes, go check out the Angry Video Game Nerd. It's it's an episode from maybe like eight eight or nine years back it's called like atari sex games like go check it out like you <laughs> gotta be honest there's nothing funnier than the avgn original oh the yeah. classic avgn yeah like i want to watch the freddy versus J- like the jason game again and those games are so those videos are so good talk about og youtube like pre-youtube videos right there like oh yeah kids just never the, understand back in the wild west of youtube and pre-youtube yeah so yeah well there you go guys i I, for the most part i think you have a a pretty good handle on video games and video game accessories um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's interesting to see like how much influence yeah it's (laughs) it's interesting to see how much influence these publishers actually have over the game in terms of i mean i guess it makes sense when you think about like marketing and you know branding and all that like they do have a say in it it's no longer the people making the game because at the end of the day it's it's not theirs to sell at this point right so mm-hmm. i would love to know anyway, what just happens I, I i genuinely would like to see a list of like how what games has happened to and what the proposed original names for these projects were i think that would be interesting to see because i i do know like pokemon ruby and uh sapphire they spent a lot of time deciding yeah. on the names for the for those games specifically and they didn't even like ruby and sapphire when they no, they them. hated it yeah they, they but they just gave up they're like we wanted something that echoed red and blue we wanted to keep it you know similar and and like they just couldn't figure it out and then someone's like what about ruby and sapphire and then it's, they're like we don't like it but like we have a deadline so Mm-hmm. and that was it good and it worked with emerald too yeah yeah no like seriously like i i think it's easy to overlook like how important the name of a game is because you know that is your your elevator pitch your you know that's your linkedin portfolio do you have a game that you think you've played that you think should have been named something else maybe mm. i think the binding of isaac should have been uh you know my personal slow descent into madness because that really encapsulate. <laughs> encapsulates a lot about what that game has done for me personally as a person. Even even if you think about it, like 
like Earthbound. Earthbound doesn't really capture the name of what this game is really about. No, no, God, no, no. I, I, I just, mean, honestly, if, if we want to continue on this trend of like anti-woman on this podcast, The Legend of Zelda really should have been like the, you know, the battles of Link, right? I mean, like, come on. Like, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get the woman out of the title. Let's let's get the Peter Pan ripoff. Why, why is it The Legend of Zelda Link's doing all the work? <laughs> My thing is like, it's not even like, it's not even like, it's about Zelda. Like he's just saving her. Like it's not like it's literally about her legend at all. Like it'd be one thing if it's like if it made any sense to the story, but it doesn't. It's, well, technically, if you think about it, the sequel is the Adventures of Link. Like technically, that makes sense for the title of all. Of yeah, them, but... I feel like he got screwed over on that title. That's such like that's such like a B class title, you know? It is. It the is. Legend of Zelda: The Adventures of Link. We're going yeah, to the store. We're gonna pop down to the Babbages. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, it, it doesn't really hold the same grandioseness as the Legend of Zelda. No, no it doesn't. I'm not, I'm not sure. Like that's a that's a good question. I never really thought about that. I guess I've always just taken the the name of the game like at yeah. face value. Yeah, I think Destiny should be renamed uh, another twenty dollars, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. oh my god, it'll be a good one. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sick and tired of these like really generic names though. Like I'm really excited for this game, but Redfall. Well, I mean, I think like this explains it, right? Like, there's a reason why every game with a Viking needs to have Ragnarok or Valhalla in it, right? Like, because no one will ever understand what a Viking is without those words. Oh, no, God, no, no. Of I think not, right? I think a lot of these games suffer from the same thing that bands um, fall into, and that's like if you don't have a one-word title, like no one remembers what your game is called. You, you need to um, have something that's memorable and like easy to pick up, right? And and one word, yeah. Because yeah. if your if your title has more than like uh, two or three words in it, like everyone just abbreviates it to like letters, uh, especially yeah. in, the, in like music. Because um, I know Stefano, you kind of you kind of dabble in the metal stuff like I do. Um, so if I was like uh, T A I M, do you know what band I'm talking about? T A I N M, like M. I feel like I should know this, but I'm blanking. Uh, Thy art is murder. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. If I, if I saw yeah. it written out like in context, I think I would have got that right yeah. away. Yeah. So, yeah. like, the one thing I hate, especially is like you're talking to people. A lot of times they'll just put everything into like just letter form, so they'll they'll acronym everything, and I'm like, yeah, what music what band? What band is BVQP? Like, I don't remember what band this is. <laughs> music is so bad for that. I'm like, why? <laughs> can you just say the name? Like, it's a it's a proper noun. You can't just acronym. Yeah. Like, you can't just change it to an acronym. Yeah, like, like even if, uh, like, The Legend of Zelda, like, someone will put out, like, uh, T-O-L, and then they'll do the semicolon, and then M-M. Like, yeah. just, just say Majora's Mask. We all know what game you're talking about. No, but it takes too long to type out all those letters. You know, we're we're busy people. You know, we we got things to do. We're, I can't type out like a couple words. This isn't the days of T nine. We can use our keyboards. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Like even to this day, when I see like Botwa, I'm like, well, just say Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah, yeah. Botwa sounds so much worse. It sounds like you know I gotta get it checked out. <laughs> i think you might need penicillin for that yeah sorry sorry sir you have laws bought one it's like oh fuck am i dead <laughs> like, i guess so can we can we talk about something the fact no, that people no, think we can't do that on the podcast okay no. sorry i'll stop talking no go ahead i'll allow it 
The fact that people think Viking is a person. Yeah, the legend of Viking. Viking is an action. To go a Viking. It's it's an act of doing something. They're not the people is not called Vikings. So like, I ge- like genuinely didn't know this. Yeah. So pillaging is like like the Viking is like the act of like pillaging and taking over a land. Yeah, right? we're gonna go a Viking, and they're they're like Norse. They're not Vikings. So what do you call the people then? Norsemen. Norsemen. That makes a lot more sense now. I think, or like, it. or depending where they're from, like typically, but there there were Vikings from all over the place. Mm. There was there was people from Norway. There was people from like Finland. Um, yeah, Danes. I, the Danish. I didn't know this. I learned yeah. something new on this podcast. And the um, and the people that they'd send out to go get materials and stuff, they were going a Viking. They were going to go get going out on their long ships to go get things. Yeah, usually people. Did, we should bring that back. We we should we should be using action verbs to describe the things that we're doing. You know, we kind of I just, driving. I just I just use one, and 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 that's like the word fuck. I use that for everything. That's, well, that, that's, that's a universal word. Yeah, that's an action. You could plug that into pretty much anything, it's and it'll an, make it's sense. It's an right? action. It's a verb. Yeah, it's an adverb. You told I us believe- about another word. You told us about another word that's like that, didn't you? What's that? You told you told us about another word that's like that, didn't you, Chris? Oh shoot, did I? They used it I like in like all five, all five ways you could use this, make a sentence. And I can't remember what the fucking word is now. I can't think of what it is. I know. Was it on the podcast know, or was it on D and D? It, it might have podcast. been D. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I can't remember. Tell us what it was, Alice. Because <laughs> she'll yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, edit, edit this in. We'll 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 find it. Don't worry. <laughs> Hey, this is Chris from the editing room. Uh, the word we were looking for here was buffalo. Um, and sorry for the crappy microphone quality on my end. That's a technical issue, but what can you do? Back to the show. Anyway. A boom stinger. Hey. Today, well, I mean today, is September 1st, which means if you're listening to this podcast at all, then uh, Ubisoft has shut down the servers for 15 games, including Splinter Cell Blacklist, Assassin's Creed 2, Anno 2070, and Far Cry 3. Um, so that's it. They're gone. Congratulations. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Your last chance to play competitive multiplayer mode for these games after um, is, is gone after they shut these things down forever, right? So... But that's not it. I, I know we talked about this previously on the show. This is kind of a follow-up to that because like, it's actually happening now and it's more relevant. The shutdown does not only include co- uh, co-op slash multiplayer modes, but also DLC that was bought that has what? no relevancy <laughs> at all to multiplayer. Hmm. So, for example, all DLC guns or outfit that you own in Splinter Cell Blacklist will become locked or impossible to unlock in the future from this day. Oh, it's because they have to check the server for it. Exactly. If you're on PC, this also includes the huge expansions for Assassin's Creed 3, uh, meaning if you want to play that, you have to play the remastered version of the game, which a lot of people uh, see as the inferior copy of the game. Uh, it doesn't matter if you bought the Seasons Pass back then for 30 bucks; It's officially worthless. It's dead. It's You cannot use it. So an interesting side note is the game servers for Blacklist and Far Cry 3 are hosted on your computer, which means everything that uh, everything that Ubisoft servers are doing is storing data like weapons unlock, 
this means that they cost Ubisoft substantially fewer resources to run to the point where it's almost nothing. So why are they shutting this all down? Who knows, man? Another thing to note is that all previous Splinter Cell and Far Cry, uh, and Far Cry games had land support, which lets you and your great-great-great-grandchildren play on them for all eternity. Oh, it's another reminder. This is just like a good remor- reminder not to support companies like this. The same thing will happen to all other Ubisoft games, by the way. Like, if you're wondering, like, oh, they're old games. No. They're going to happen to every single Ubisoft game. These games are not even 10 years old, and they're basically being permanently killed as it is now. Mm-hmm. So if we could apply this logic to future games, the division will probably be shutting down in 2026. The crew will be shutting down in 2024. Uh, Skull and Bones, probably in 2032. <laughs> never to be played a game. 2060, you know, like, like, game's never we, coming out. You know, we could, we could extrapolate some of these details here. Um, mm. But they will shut down once Ubisoft stops profiting off of them. No matter how much money you spend now or will be spending in the future, it doesn't matter how much you love the games. They will be shutting down. It's weird. So. We've talked about this before, but I just I don't have sympathy for the like the premise of like, oh, like I spent money on this, so it should be mine. Because I'm like logically, it's not surprising this is happening. The part that bothers me is the like is the more the fundamental like preservation of the history of gaming that just is like being shit down the toilet by these companies like i fuck yeah. it, I don't care. like yeah. like don't get me wrong like it does suck that they spend money on this but you played the game and you got like whatever enjoyment you could possibly get from a ubisoft game when you played it so like you got the deal like you you know the transaction was completed and that you got the game and you played it um it's shitty that they're taking it away but it's not like shocking to me what bothers me is that there's just no care or like thought brought into what this means for the future. Like movies don't have this problem. <laughs> now, no. Once, once we had the ability to archive things, like once we had the forethought to like archive things, we don't, we don't have this problem anymore. Mm. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. And, and like, I'm kind of on both sides of the fence on this one. Right. On the one hand, I don't like the idea that DLC that I paid for that, you know, for the most part comes down to like costumes, you know, weapon mm-hmm. skins, right? Stuff that like doesn't matter is being taken away during all this. I feel like that's more of an issue than like, you know, a 10 year old game not no longer being supported personally. And, and I understand I'm just one dude and I have different opinions and people who are upset about this. Do I care? That I can't play Assassin's Creed 3 online multiplayer? No. I I now I will not lose any sleep. On the other hand, do I care that like, you know, that the DLC for that game that you could have bought an hour ago is no longer going to be supported as of like, you know, a couple hours? I think that's the bigger issue for me. That yeah. the the fact that you could buy these games, you could buy these DLCs, you could buy all these expansions, all these costumes, all these weapons, everything. And like tomorrow, they're gone. And unless you know about this, there's no way of really knowing about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not exactly an advertisable thing. Um, did did they release the DLC for Assassin's Creed Three? Like the where you play as his like shipmate? Well, that's that's, that's a big DLC. Sorry, that's and, four. And, uh, right? Uh, Assassin's Creed Three was the Americas. Yeah, Assassin's Creed 4 is technically Black Flag. 
Yeah, and that's when you can the DLC for that one was with his with his shipmate, who's the, the big black dude's next slave. That's correct. And yeah. they sold that one separately. Like you, they, you they, could they, bought yeah. that by itself. They sold that one completely standalone. I think that one. I don't know if that one's affected by this right now. It um, will be. I'm I sure do, it will be eventually. I, it will be. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that is really you know striking home at this at, with this. Like eventually, all of your live service games are going to be shut down. Right. It doesn't matter how much money Fortnite one day in the far future will be shutting down right destiny mm-hmm. will That's be going crazy. away at that point right like these games it does not matter they will be going away right and that's just something that we don't really think about as gamers because it hasn't really started to affect us too much it has affected us so you know there's a long history of pc games just burning to shit you know like yeah. hero cities heroes of city of heroes hero hitty whatever i can't speak right now i, don't know. I, I might be having a stroke but you know there's a whole bunch of like these online mmos that just like crash and burn and it doesn't matter how much money you gave them they're gone right we're, we're gonna yes. see that happening to the to the uh the console equivalencies right yeah but anyway here's here's the full list right so assassin's creed um two on pc and playstation 3 assassin's creed 3 the 2012 release on pc and playstation 3 wii u xbox 360 Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD, Assassin's Creed Revelations, Driver San Francisco, Far Cry 3, the 2012 re, uh, release, mm-hmm. Ghost Recon Future Soldiers, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, Raymond Legends, which is a really good game, by the way. I really yeah, like what the that. that game. Yeah. yeah, fuck, right? This is a PS3 game, though, you know? So, I mean, at the same time, I get it. Yeah, but like, Silent... Whatever. Yeah, Silent Hunter 5, Space Junkies, Splinter Cell Blacklist, and Zombie U for the Wii U, which is, you know... That's a blessing. Yeah, well, I mean that that game that game pulled a lot of it did a lot of work for the Wii U back in the day. Well, it was like a title launch, right? Yeah, well, it was a title launch, and then Ubisoft immediately left. <laughs> yeah, they failed Tell to Star- elaborate. Starlink came out. Yeah, Starlink came out. Yeah, on everything, but they did have the Star Fox tie-in, and I uh, and I have that, and it's a great, it's a great little figurine. Yeah, but yeah, I got so it I, in my uh, cabinet. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, it's it's lovely. I know Nintendo. Nintendo wanted to make a star or, or um, an an R wing, not R wing. What is it, what's the ship called? Star. Is it R wing? Star wing. I for some reason, man. They didn't want to make an amiibo of it and or, have it like fully no, posable. No, no, you are. It is an R wing. It is an R wing, right? I, okay, yeah. good. Pause. Yes. Everyone's complaining about Metroid, but where the fuck is my modern Star Fox? Uh, it was on the Wii U, and it did not do well. Yeah, it was very it was bad, bad, probably, because you know, we make a good one. But I, I look, uh, here's my hot take. Star Fox is a bad game. You shut your, shut your no, no, no. I, look, look, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy Star Fox. I'll play It's the original roguelike. Don't get me wrong. It's a bad game. Uh, it's way better than Metroid. It's a bad game. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What, look, it doesn't matter Star if a game Fox is good or bad. Person. The only thing that matters is, are people going to buy it? No mm-hmm. one's going to buy Metroid, except for Dread, apparently. That well, game does not sell. Look, hey man, it, it it's uh, Star or Metroid Dread is leading the pack when it comes to Metroid releases, right? And it yeah, has the yeah. hype going for for Metroid Prime Four, right? Yeah. Star Fox had its its try on the Wii U. They even released like a it came it was like game. a secondary game, yeah, like Slippy's Grandpa's you know Big Fun Adventure, whatever the hell it was. I'm like, <laughs> it was which it was, was like a like a what do you call that uh, a tower defense? Yeah, 
The that Star game Fox was franchise. more fun than the Star Fox game, by the way. You know, the Star Fox franchise has sold 11.65 million copies worldwide. Yeah. Which is a lot for a video game. Don't get me wrong, but we're talking about a franchise that existed for like 20 years. Let's be honest. No, it's not because I think I think I think Uncharted sold 10 million copies. Yeah, <laughs> one, yeah, one version of Uncharted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's hold on. Let's let's pivot back here to this uh, decommissioning of video games. Um, so we have a whole bunch of lists from you know relatively sure. Some of them are older games. But some of them as recent as like you know a couple of years ago. Uh, with Space Junkies being released like just a couple of years ago on the HTC Vive and the Oculus, right? So it's we're not just talking about old games here. Um, round the panel here. How do you guys feel about the idea that nothing is forever? Eventually, everything will return to the abyss, including your video games. I think the more we talk about it, the more I start to side with you guys. And I, I, was this your plan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we constructed this podcast seventy plus episodes just to get you on our side. Yeah. I don't. That doesn't surprise me at all. I haven't published a single one of these episodes. <laughs> it just goes to my own RSS feed. Exactly. On yeah. Spotify. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, we've actually um, curated a supply list just to like get you to start buying physical games like us. Um. It's but I but I think it's bullshit. Specifically because not not because of spending money or whatever, but specifically because of the the history of gaming. It's very disconcerting for me. The fact that we have no physical way of chronicling all the different iterations and maps and versions of Fortnite and like how much of a cultural impact that has. Not that I care about Fortnite, but like culturally it has had a huge impact on the, on like our, Oh God, the gaming, the game, the gaming verse. And there's no way to like chronicle that outside of videos. So you can't play it. It's very disconcerting. Right. So I don't, I don't love it. I mean, you know, to be fair, like say what you want about Assassin's Creed as a franchise. It's a, it's a fairly prolific franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has been around for a while and it has massive teams where yeah, a movie. Well, I mean, we don't have to it's, talk about that. It's also, it's also a massively shaped gaming. Like think about the effect it's oh, had God, on yeah. like yeah. other games. So, so we're not talking about like a little indie studio pulling the plug on a couple projects, right? We're talking about Ubisoft pulling the plug on assassins, <laughs> some of the first Assassin's Creed video games ever. Yeah. Now, of course, does this mean that they could remake these Assassin's Creed games for the net for the current generation and release them as like, you know, little forty, fifty dollar experiences for you to participate in? Sure. Um, but you know what? Those games are just gonna be dead in a couple of years too, because like this is yeah. a cycle that we have to get used to now, right? Like it's and and I guess the, the real thing that we have to ask ourselves is a brand new video game releases today. You're excited to play it. You and the boys, you know, you could chill out after a hard day of work, play a couple online matches, have some fun. Does the idea of that video game being dead in 10 years bother you or deter you from purchasing it? I no, think okay. the answer to that is probably no. You know? Well, well I, I look at it kind of like uh, Overwatch. Uh, as soon as Overwatch 2 releases, Overwatch 1 is gone. Yeah. So a game that I've paid for is now a paperweight. Yeah. Overwatch 2 is a free... It's basically free a free digital upgrade, isn't it, at, at this point? It's a free-to-play, but, like, you cannot do anything with Overwatch 1. Yeah, like, that game but is a lot dead. Of, a lot of games are like that. Destiny 1, paperweight. 
Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, yeah. I just think think it is what it is now, unfortunately. Do you think that the information of when developers plan on killing a game should become a little bit more public knowledge for people buying that game, maybe like five years into its, you know, in this situation, hypothetical 10-year life cycle? No, because they don't know that for sure. Yeah. Especially games like Overwatch, right? Like they didn't know that for that was going to happen that way when they made it. Yeah. Okay. I oh, think I enough. think games like Overwatch, it doesn't behoove. It, it, there's no like legal precedent for them to have to disclose that to you. Like you bought the game and you got the game, that transaction's been complete. They don't. They owe you nothing else. Yeah. As long yeah, as that I, game worked when you bought it. See, that's that's another part of this argument that like I'm I'm kind of like on the fence about as well, where it's like, well, I bought this game ten years ago. Why can't I play it? I mean, like you bought it ten years ago, you know. I mean, I get it. I understand your frustration, but like, are you religiously playing Assassin's Creed three every day for the last ten years? Like, what are you doing? You know. But at I the same don't... time, I can go to my shelf. No, I yeah, can go. I can go 100%. pick up. I can go pick up Pokemon Red, and I yep. can pick back up where i was 30 years ago yeah but you no, can pick up assassin's creed 3 put it in your console and play it you just can't yeah. have any of your dlc that's that's right but like i can go uh i'm trying to think of like a game that has uh, extra features right now um i can go okay i can go to my sega uh genesis right now i go grab my copy of sonic and knuckles i go put in my copy of sonic the hedgehog 2 and i am Right there, I have my DLC right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't have DLC back then. That was the biggest difference, right? Like, yeah, just... you, well, Hold on. You, you plug in the Nintendo 64, you crank out Donkey Kong, and what, what's this? Oh, it's time to plug in that expansion pack, baby, and then That's you're right. off to the races. Yeah. That and expansion a DLC. pack still works. It wasn't downloadable. It's a physical item that you put into your console. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, look, it's still an additional add-on that you have to purchase. It's, it's more like an expansion. Game. It's more like an expansion than a... Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. A DLC. Like, but, so, but don't get me wrong. Like, I'm hearing you guys. Like, I, I think it's annoying. I think it's almost like they need to release. The only way to fight that is for them to release all DLCs like as a physical piece of data, a piece of yeah. material. Oh, I, I think they, sh- they there's totally is a way for them to, like, give you um, a downloadable chunk saying, like, this exists in your in your game file nfts you're right that's how you do that's it yeah that's yeah that's the future i mean hold on i'm i'm you know i'm kind of taking the piss out of you there for a second but like it's kind of true like if they if they know that you own it well i guess no it's still the same problem as i i have a side tangent i officially own an nft Okay, you're not on this podcast. No, 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 no. But I was tricked into into <laughs> owning it. Oh, okay. yeah. I and mean, you know those surprise like um, I didn't know it was an NFT. Force an NFT. On I I was on Reddit.com on my mobile device, uh-huh. and apparently Reddit has introduced NFTs as avatars. Oh, the the uh, the you've gotten a random avatar yes. that you have to accept. They, it. I got a pop up, and they're like, "Yo, choose your style. Do you want Mimi? Do you want Cyberpunky? Do you want like you know, Abyssal Horror?" And I'm like, "Okay, I'll take the Cyberpunk one." And then it like rolled a random generator and gifted me an NFT avatar 
And they're like, this is your NFT avatar. You could connect it to your blockchain and sell it to your friends and you can buy new ones. And I'm like, Reddit, what are you doing to me? <laughs> you're supposed you know to be the chosen one. You know NFT has fallen when they're just giving them for free. Dude, I like, looked mine, mine, mine. I could sell mine right now for 30 bucks. Hey, it's dang. It was free. Now it's 30 bucks. Yeah. You, and the 17 that money. I bought since then, <laughs> uh, it's a great investment opportunity, That's guys. Great. Like, I'm telling guys, you, me, I, this is, I'm pitching you NFT right now. I've only lost $340 since yesterday, right? But oh, I, I'm very, I'm very it's, convinced it's, that my Doge 2.0 is going to, it's going to, it's a bear market move. right now. It is a bear market. market's coming in. Don't worry. It's okay. Turning around. You, you have your uh, Bed Bath and Beyond stock to fall back on. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That'll 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 get me out of retirement. Uh, I would like to make a point to say that Stefano was right. Metroid has sold according to VG according to VG sales, VG charts, only seven point one four five million units as a yeah, whole series. Still, that is only. still the best selling Metroid game. No, like all Metroid. As a series, only sold yep. seven point one whatever million units. Oh, I guess I should go buy Metroid then. Yeah, you gotta so, support the support the indie devs. So yeah, right. So Star Fox has sold more and is thus a more valuable IP and a better can game. You, can, can you say that just because a game seller? Are you saying so? The best game ever made is Call of Duty. Well, technically, I'm, you said I'm, the best game ever made is Tetris. You said you said that Star Fox I mean, is not is a, a good game, game because it is not going it to sell. A, it's a great game. Yeah, it's a I'm really just saying. good game. So you, that's what I was told. Tetris is anyway. great. I love Tetris. Tetris is great. Tetris is beautiful. I, I've, I've been playing the Tetris VR game. Oh. Effect? Is that what it is? Tetris Effect, yeah. Yeah. It's literally like it's... Nothing is added in the VR except, like, I swear I'm way more focused when I'm plugged into the machine. <laughs> like, uh, dude, it's beautiful in there. When I'm plugged into the machine. <laughs> when I'm plugged into the machine playing Tetris and VR, Matrix. it's just one of those it's just one of those magical moments, you know? When I when I'm in plugged into the Matrix. Yeah. Elon Musk, if you could hurry up with that Neuralink, I'm I'm ready to go, baby. I'm I'm prime. <laughs> anyway, as a as a little bit of an offshoot of this Ubisoft, uh the you know, they've officially revealed Assassin's Creed Mirage will be the next Assassin's Creed game after the protagonist leaked online which may have been them who did it. It's a little bit iffy right now, but yeah, I, you know, it's, this is going to be, uh, I think takes place in ninth century Baghdad and it will be featuring a character from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, who, if you played the game, you, you know, very well, uh, Basim. Oh, really? That's actually cool. Yeah. Which is interesting. So if you haven't finished Valhalla and you don't know who he is, like you Chris. might want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like Chris. Yeah, Chris, you you need to. They're they're doing some things with the story here, and I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that. But they are saying this is going to be a more condensed uh, experience, Thank a God. smaller world, which like you know, smaller world, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it doesn't have a skill tree, and it will focus primarily on stealth gameplay. So, so that to me sounds kind of like they um, they just did the same thing they did with Rogue. Uh, which is like, yeah, it's uh, let's just take everything that we had in the previous game and uh, we'll just change the story a little bit to make it uh, so that we can sell it for full. Price. Well, if the rumors are true. This was supposed to be a Valhalla uh, DLC slash spinoff game because yeah. it does feature one of the characters, but it, it looked like they're just making this its own standalone thing. So yeah, it's exactly. bigger than they thought it would. This is exactly <laughs> rogue. Yeah, well, pretty no, much. The story, the gameplay sounds completely different. If it's more stealth based and no skill tree, that's completely different than Valhalla. 
but that's what rogue was it was completely it was completely stealth based and (laughs) and yeah but the gameplay wasn't that different really than assassin's creed at the time like well it was it was a basically traditional assassin's creed game yeah it was traditional Assassin's Creed game based off of uh, the same engine that ran on uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and it was primarily stealth based. <laughs> yeah, but this, I think they're, they're taking away so much stuff that like the people are complaining about for Assassin's Creed. It might actually be good, but st- uh, notoriously, so that Assassin's Creed hasn't really done stealth well. Like, it's never oh, been the no, fun part sure. of the game. So, like, I'm not really sure how they're going to fix that. Well, if you want to see how they potentially fix it, you'll be able to get your hands on this in spring 2023. So it's not that far away. It's like within the next, uh, you know, six to nine months. Hold my feet to the fire, guys. I'm never buying another Ubisoft game. That's okay. I like (laughs) Basim. He's a a good dude. Plus, we're going to Baghdad, baby. (laughs) Isn't isn't there a song called something on Baghdad? I don't know. I'm white. Anyway, hey, let's uh, move on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> let's move on to this next little bit of news. Uh, Boom Stinger. We should have talked about this last week, but uh, we'll, we'll go through this quick because we are running a little bit long here. But um, on the PlayStation blog, it's been introduced to the DualSense Edge wireless controller. The ultra customizable controller for the PlayStation 5 is on its way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Today, we are thrilled to unveil the DualSense Edge wireless controllers for PlayStation 5, the first ever high-performance, ultra-customizable controller developed by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Designed to give you an edge in gameplay by allowing you to create custom controls, the DualSense Edge wireless controller invites you to craft your own unique gameplay experiences tailored to your playstyle. Gentlemen, we have in our hands here the first ever fully customizable first-party controller Set to retail at probably around two hundred goddamn dollars, <laughs> probably. But this thing is going to be a monster. We got ultra customizable controls, the ability to save your custom profiles on controller user interfaces, changeable stick caps and back buttons, uh, replaceable stick modules, built-in DualSense wireless control features, and a lot more. So, I like to call this the PlayStation late to the party. Um, they're about two generations of the Xbox controller elite late um so i'm not really sure if they deserve a pat on the back dude i'll be 100 percent honest with you i completely forgot about that yeah <laughs> the xbox elite controller they have they've made two of them already you can swap the joysticks out for metal ones long ones short ones change the buttons add ba- back bumpers oh oh so this doesn't matter then who cares about this and and not to mention like uh what's it called has made them um st- not steel series steel series has two but um yeah. Uh, what the hell's that? Razor. Razor's made the custom controller, so you can you can like switch your joysticks out and swap them around. Yeah. The thing is that the PlayStation's going to make it like two hundred bucks because it has the Dual Sense technology in it, like the haptic yeah. feedback and all that kind yeah, of that's, shit. So that's, that's, be- that's a spicy input right there. Yeah. But I I feel like these customizable, like fully customizable controllers are great because it solves the major issue that is currently plaguing current generation controllers, and that is drift. True. If yep. you could, if you could, if you just like, oh, I'm getting drift on this stick, pop that son of a bitch out, place it back in, get a new one, you're good to go. You don't have to, you don't have to send off your controller to like some weird warehouse in the middle of Toronto for them to hold it there for 17 days and then send it back to you, right? Like, you mm-hmm. can deal with, with this yourself. Stuff. Yeah, it, with drift, it somehow makes it worse. Yeah. We gave you a new Joy-Con. It also has drift. 
Congratulations. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this, Nintendo? But you know what? I, I do like this. I think this is great. I'm a huge like proprietor of like modularity when it comes to like electronic devices, being able to tailor fit these experiences to yourself. Mm-hmm. Sure. Am I gonna have to spend a little bit more money to do so? I yes. But if that means that like my launch PS5 controller, I have two. Both of them have issues. Oh, separate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Different issues, mind you, but they both have issues. One of them is basically unusable. The other one is still usable but annoying. So, what is the issues? Uh, So, so for the one that is still usable, it does have like drift, but it's like manageable drift, I guess. Right? Like it just it kind of goes up. Um, The other one. The other one, like the 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 R two button, has just become unresponsive. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, no, it just doesn't work. That's what. And up. it That's has funny. disgusting drift, so it's way worse than the still. How does that happen? One. I don't know. Well, I mean, it, you know, it happens because of you know use. Yeah, use and That's cheap okay, parts. But and... He barely used it. It's been it's been two years. Year I had the same Xbox 360 controller the entire time I had an Xbox 360 for like seven years. I, I, I have about what four, four, five pairs of Joy Cons. All of them have different issues. You know, like I, it's, I had my original PS4 controller for five years before it finally broke. Oh, funnily enough, my original PS4 controller works fine. Not oh, an issue on that thing. Not, not mine. I've been through about nine PS4 controllers. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like what we've established here is why something like this makes sense yeah exactly exactly yeah (laughs) like i and i really do think it is like the future of like okay we we cannot we can no longer make quality things so let's just (laughs) increase the price make it modular and let them deal with it i bet you though um you know you can change out like the sticks and everything like that it's still the uh it's still like the rotor and everything like that that is the issue and you can't change that out and it still will cause you drift yeah, you're you're able to do quite a bit with this, but there's some stuff that like the average person just will not be able to do on their own, right? Like, you're not going to be able to pop this open and change the, the 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 internals. Yeah, but you could probably at least see like you could clean it better, like you know, if, like shit gets in it. Yeah, you, yeah, like yeah, absolutely. You'd be able. To, it gives the average uh, consumer more options, but also I I don't think this is intended for the average consumer. No, it's not. The average, the average, like Call of Duty bro or FIFA fanatic, isn't going to be like, oh, "I'm going to get a customizable well, they, PlayStation Edge wireless controller." They, if, if all they're doing is playing Call of Duty, there might be a good reason for them to get. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, I, I take that back. Yeah, no, that's a good point. FIFA, maybe not, but how do you? So, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I understand I'm the only one here with a PS5. Yeah, let's not. I, Chris, I, have one. I have yeah, one. Chris, Chris, you getting one of these $200 controllers? No. Okay, uh, <laughs> Stefano. I've thought about getting the two hundred dollars Xbox One, so. But you haven't. No, well, I have a son, so. All right, so we could establish here right now that there is no market for these devices. Uh, thank you, Sony, <laughs> for the attempt, but um, you know, just stick the, with making Jack and Daxter. I do really hate the gloss finish. Yeah, I don't like that either. Like, why would you I, put gloss on the controller? You know. I, I feel like that's just the worst idea for anything, right? Like, it's going to get disgusting. My hands are gross. I eat a lot of Cheetos and Cheeto-based <laughs> products, right? So, like, like what, are you, what are you trying to do here? And Cheeto-based products. Well, yeah, like tackies. Those are Cheeto-based. I'm with you. I, 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 I was following the moment you said it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Try harder, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, 
maybe maybe next year, Sony. We, we don't want to tell you how to do your job, but this is not it. Okay, hey. Better late than never, I guess. I guess so, yeah. Well, that, that wraps up the news segment of the show. We had a lot to talk about this week, but we're not quite done yet here on the Let's Gaming Podcast. Uh, Stefano, if I remember correctly, you were the victor in last week's What's That Game, which means that you mm-hmm. will be hosting this week's What's That Game. So I I will be I will be you got to introduce the, the game though. you, you got to introduce the game. What's, what's the saying again? No. Uh, identify the identity of the unidentifiable oh. game. Do you want me to do this? Is that what it is? Right? No, I I think you're doing a great job, Stefan. Yeah. Uh, what's that game where we have the game where we identify the identity of the un- unidentifiable game, and I give you a really shitty description <laughs> of it, and then you have to uh, guess it with uh, ten clues. So that's the game. All right, Chris, um, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to What's That Game? The game where we give you a really poorly described game, and everyone playing has 10 yes or no questions to ask to help them identify the poorly described game. Stefano, last week you were our winner, so this week you will be providing the title of the poorly described game. Mm. So, for clarity with my clue, the clue can be about the just it describe like the game poorly. Yeah, okay. describe the game poorly. It doesn't have to be like, like about the story. It could be like a mechanic or something. I want to point out, this is, this, is, this is episode describe. 70. We had a big break in between when we played the game. Okay, we only played it twice. Describe the game poorly. Okay, all right, I got it. You ready? Mm. Yes. Under promise. Sorry, over promise. Under deliver. All right. This is Mass Effect 3. We gotta ask our we gotta we ask our five questions. Right. Over promise, under deliver. Okay. There's there's a lot of these. Yeah. We could assume it's a game pass game just because of where it's coming from. Okay. Uh is this a game made by three four three studios? No. Is this game currently available on the Xbox Game Pass? Yes. Okay. What did I say? I mean, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of games. Well, now uh, we, we have one, a lot of disappointing ones. <laughs> oh man, there's a lot of underdelivered. Um, is this a console exclusive? Is this a console exclusive? No. Okay. Uh, Does this game in? Is this game a sport? Or puzzle game? Uh, no. Okay. Um, does this game involve multiplayer? Mm, no. Oh, okay. Uh, that's five, so I guess we can make guesses now. Okay. Is this game... Was this game released in the current generation of games? No. Okay. Um, is this game older than 10 years old? Let me confer one second. Pull up that wiki. Yeah, get that wiki up. Baby. Older than 10 years old? Older than 10. Yes. It's older than 10 years old. My God. Wow. I should have known that. Actually, that was obvious. Yes, it is. But I should have known that. No, it's obvious. Okay. <laughs> like, once I, I didn't think about it through, but yeah. Does this game. Uh, 
come from an existing IP. Like outside of games, you mean? Yeah. No. So this is okay. So it's so it, okay. 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 How many questions do we have left? Uh, two. Oh man, I want to. I, I kind of. Chris, are you okay if I ask one more? Yeah, go for it. Does this game exist in a franchise? It does. She. Um. Hmm. Got one more. Uh, I didn't think. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. This is going further than what I thought. It wow, was. that's fucking rude. <laughs> I didn't think you had it in him, this guy. No, I'm just saying. I thought I thought we were going at the road of of Halo to, uh, because you know, because oh, me overpromised sure. and underdelivered, yeah. and it's an Xbox game. Um, <clears throat> we we could ask if it's a first party game. Uh, we know it's a, not a console exclusive. Do we know that? Yeah, he said no. It, it's not a console exclusive. Oh, I hate when you. Okay, uh, I don't like the way he said that. To, to clarify this, <laughs> yeah, this isn't like an Xbox game that's also on the PC, is it? And that's the only two systems that are only two plays you can play places you can play this on. It that would be in fact the case. Okay, so I would say this is a console exclusive. It's not a okay. console exclusive. <laughs> Oh, so it's not oh, a console a, exclusive? A, a PC is not a console. Yeah, a PC is not a console. Exactly, so it's not a console exclusive. It's not exclusive to a console. What about the Steam Deck? Is that a console? No. Yeah, technically. And you can play it on there. <laughs> it's okay, not a console so, exclusive. So we know it's an Xbox game. Because that's all Stefano plays. So yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I only just got an Xbox this, this generation again. The whole generation where I did, anyway. And we know it's one, not destiny. One question left. <laughs> Can't be destiny. No. It's, it's dangerous. You, you, Chris, you take, take the last question. Yeah. I'll, I'll oh, take man. it. Go for it. So we know it's part of a franchise. We know that this is not an existing property outside of games, right? Mm-hmm. It's older than 10 years old. It's not. This game's not on the current gen. I have an idea of what it is, but I mean, like, this, this so, it's so vague, it could fit any of them. It's not a sport game. It's not multiplayer. No. no. Um, is this game... Well, you can just guess. You have two guesses. You couldn't guess a game. I could guess, yeah. Is this Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts? That's a good guess, but it is not. Oh, okay. wow. That's a good guess, though. Was this game... I, I swear to God, if you Mega Man me, and it's Banjo-Kazooie, <laughs> I'm going to lose my goddamn mind on you. I want you to know that. <laughs> for doing what you do to you yeah yeah, yeah. for doing the specific thing that i did yeah yeah exactly yeah. um okay is um, is this game made by a studio that is currently owned by microsoft i'm so sure that yes okay well that oh. is currently owned by microsoft yeah that is Hold that on. is currently or will be owned by Microsoft. Currently or will be? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Oh. Oh shit. Oh no! This changes everything for the worse. I I was oh, I had a guess too, and this just completely derailed me. 
Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, this is not good. I I don't know. Currently or will be. Yeah. All right, guys. Chris, Chris you got to give guesses. a guess. I will, a guess. I'm going to let you guys. In. Okay. So since you have no more guesses, no more mm. questions. Yeah. The studio that made this game no longer exists. Oh. Um, is this? They were once owned by Avengers. Is this Fable 3? No. Damn. Ooh. What were you going to say, Stephen? I feel like you had an important little bit I said of they were, I said they were once owned by Microsoft, but they don't exist anymore. So that's why when you asked, are they currently or will be? No, the answer is no. Okay, fair enough. Just to help you out. <laughs> ah, fuck it. Is it Fable 2? No. And you, Damn. Damn. <laughs> I mean, just just to be safe. <laughs> Go ahead, Stefano. Yeah, is this game Fable? It is Fable. <laughs> is it actually? <laughs> God damn it! You forgot the one guess you made. You said, "Is it online?" Both Fable Two and Three are online. No, I asked if it was multiplayer. Yeah, both Fable Two and Three are multiplayer. I never, used them. I never used a multiplayer function. Yeah, I don't. I used to actually do it. But yeah, Fable 1. Son of a bitch. I think it was a very easy one. So, uh, you know, hey, Stefano, thank you for the free. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? To be fair, I did ask you not to Mega Man me. I didn't say anything about Chris. So. Yeah, yeah so he, he, he Mega Man himself. That's not my yeah, fault. I did he did myself. <laughs> Well, that's that's it. Uh, I guess that wraps it up for this week's episode of the Let's Get Gaming podcast. I will I will be able to host next week's next week's What's That Game? Uh, Stefano, thank you for a a good What's That Game? No, no worries. I'm sure Chris enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> like I'm, mad I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at myself. You played yourself. I played myself. <laughs> anyway, I've been your host for this week, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me. The glorious boys. Chris Montpetit. I'm nothing but a fool. And Stefano Fontana. Keep your stick on the ice. If you guys like this episode of Let's Get Gaming Podcast, you can catch us anywhere video game podcasts can be listened to. We are available on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, Anchor FM, Stitcher Baby. Not Wait, no. soon. That's not true. No, it's not true. And soon, the world. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple iTunes and anywhere else you can leave us reviews. Hey, this is Let's Get Gaming Podcast. Thank you for listening to episode 70. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.